Hello, and welcome to Manifestor Academy for Entrepreneurs with Michelle Anderson. If you are curious about how to manifest the life and business of your dreams, you're in the right spot. I will be sharing interviews, tips, tricks, stories, and anything I can think of by lifting up the hood on my own experience and my own businesses, including my coaching practice, about how you can manifest your dream life and business I hope you enjoy it. If you want to learn more, you can always go to michelleanderson.com. That's Michelle with two L's and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end. All right, you guys, you've heard me speak about my coach this, my coach that, Tandy Pryor, and she's here today. I have Tandy Pryor, my favorite coach that I've worked with a lot. And if you hear me talk about the coaching I received, a lot of times it's about the guidance that I've gotten from Tandy. Hi, Tandy. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you, and I know so many amazing, rich, wonderful topics that I could ask you about that I love, but today I'm going to ask you about something that people have really been poking at me about, which is feng shui and your space and how it relates to enhancing your life, which I know you've really enlightened me a lot about. Yes. Okay, good. I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about. You know I love that. Yeah, so um, I'll allow you to tell people a little bit about your practice, and um, then I want to ask you some cool questions. Okay. Okay, well, I've been a coach um, for seven years, and when I started out, I didn't go, hey, I'm going to go coach entrepreneurs, but one by one by one by one, and it continued on to the hundreds entrepreneurs showed up every different type of business and I've been doing that now for seven years and I really help entrepreneurs um, at what I like to say the intersection of their life and business because I know that one greatly affects the other and I think that ultimately what I have found after all those years the most important thing is really about owning your power and what I mean by that is um, coming from that innate wisdom within. It helps you speak your truth in relationships, whether it's work or home. It helps you create a physical space that's not cluttered and that is set up for success. And you know we're all works in progress around that. And um, it shows up in your sales conversations. You know, owning your power. And so um, that's just kind of a little summary of you know, what I coach and how I coach. And today it sounds like we're going to talk about the space piece. Yeah. And you hinted about that in your talk. And I know that um, you made it sound like, you know, here are these areas where I focus, but I really want the audience to know that um, in my years of working with Tandy, that I've gone over those themes again and again and again and again. And there's so much wealth to be found and getting clear around how you talked about the sales conversation and having your space support you and and just you know owning your power and 
um, it took me years to really make the momentum that I made. And um, it, it was, it has been really brilliant the way that you've brought that to me. Yes. And what's really brilliant is that you bring your own touches on that. Like I'm not the designer. I read the energy and the coaching of the space and you bring your design sense, your color, your placement, all of those things. in, and they kind of blend. I was a perfect fit for what you do. And yes, watching you bloom over the last six years. And, you know, you, you worked with me off and on during those times. It wasn't always continuous. I think everybody, you know, that's, that's an important thing because you would take a while and you would implement, you would do things and then come back again. And you've been one of the most amazing students I've ever seen. You were an implementer as soon as you get the information and then you tweak it and put your own spin on it. And it's been amazing to watch. Yeah, thank you. Well, whenever I could hear you talk about things being connected to space, I just got it. Or, you know, when I heard something from you or we had a conversation and I thought, you know, well, I think you're right. <laughs> I would know that the sooner I would do what I was called upon to do that I knew to be true, the sooner I would see results. And I'm the kind of business person that I wanted to get my, you know, ROI out of the investment I was putting into myself. And the fun part was I was seeing results in my personal life and my business life. So why not get more of that? <laughs> right. I, I saw your piece where you were writing the other day about um, the first place you had where you were with uh, um, the friend and her partner. Yes. And that was a really cool beginning to my intrigue about working with you because I hired you to do a feng shui session in that space. And I knew immediately that you could help me. And you did mention that I have a different take on the space just because I have a design background. But what I love about what you bring is your flavor. Tell me how you look at someone's space or how you think about, you know, when when you um, when someone wants help with their space, what angle and approach do you take when you look at their home? Yes, their home or their office. Yeah, and you know, I want to say um, this is part of how I coach. It's not the only way, but to me, it's my secret sauce, and it's how. Um, it's just a natural affinity to be able to look at the space and see what's going on in their life. So your question's really good because what I, what I know to be true is that the blueprint for your life is in your space. So when you say, how do I approach it? I look more at what do they want in their life or business? And then we look at that area of the house according to the Bagua map. And, um, and by the way, any, re any listener, um, if they want one of those, we can, we can arrange a free map to go out to whoever requests one. Um, yeah. And so I look at the, at the physical space and I can, and sometimes they may say that the problem is one thing, but actually when I see the space, it could be totally different or something that you know, that they're unaware of. Like I love to say, I work in what you don't know that you don't know. And in the space always reveals that. And I'm amazed at how that works too. Give me an example. And you have like the coolest examples of situations that you 
could see something that wasn't working for someone and, and how they were able to see that or turn that around? Well, one of the first ones um, was just, she was, it's not, it wasn't you. Um, <laughs> I won't use your <laughs> example without uh, asking you first, but um, she was having issues with her business and with her, um, you know, with finding her voice in her relationship and at home. And so that was showing up at work too, also. And because um, you know that how you do anything is how you do everything. So what we found was it was about empowering her at home and it went forward into her work, leveling up the relationship. And so um, it didn't necessarily, she didn't come to me for exactly that. But once I saw the master bedroom, um, it's one of my first um, forays into seeing how important the bedside tables are. Like her husband had this big, strong, sturdy one on his side of the bed that matched an armoire across from it. And that was a big, sturdy one. And hers was this three-legged, super weak, about ready to fall over. Everything from the kids was all over it. And it was, it was really a metaphor for how it was showing up in their relationship. And I, I don't know if I'm describing it exactly, but it was so clear when she saw it that she went out that day and bought one that it was equal strength, size, width. And it began to change the relationship there, which in turn changed the relationship at work, which ended up with her going and starting her own business. That so is like huge. A, it was the beginning. I know it kind of times when I, when I hear myself describing it if you're not familiar with it it may sound a little out there and that's okay because i know the work works but it was a it was such a beautiful example about how to level up um relationships and i have seen that over and over and over again over the last seven years in in the in the master bedroom um inequalities in and feeling in the relationship shows up in the furniture and in the placement. That's one example. Ever since you brought this metaphorical way of looking at spaces to me, I've been using it. And um, even after working with you for a little while, it's been funny the things that you had brought up about my space and the things that I wanted because it is you don't know what you don't know sometimes and having that outside perspective i liked what you had to say when i wanted to attract someone to date and some new friends and my apartment looked a little bit like a cat lady space <laughs> yes it did it looked like yeah it a single cat lady space and then you created you created more of an environment to entertain in and to welcome people in you even had your back to the door on that, if I remember right, your couch was was like blocked off the room. Yeah, so you brought it to my attention that my couch would, if I was sitting in it, my back was to the front door. So I was like turning my back to anyone new coming in. Mm -hmm. And then cat hair was kind of on most of my chairs, so no one could really sit there. <laughs> Right. And they had, they had so many toys. They had lots of, it looked like the cat playground. 
So you brought that to my attention. So I quickly made a spot just for their things so that there were more spaces for people. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I think it's important to say, you know, your, your couch can be sitting like that in a, in a space. This was to you. If people are listening, it doesn't, you know, if everything's working well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it as they say, but you're, you, you could have your back to that and, and your life be fine. It's, it's always individualized to the person and the situation. That was just something you had specifically asked for. And I could see that at the same time you were asking for it, you were blocking it. Well, it's funny too. Do you find that when people bring up things that they want and then you look at their space, it's really something that they're resisting some way by the way they have their home set up? Absolutely. I really see that when um, they say they want more money or success in their business. And then I see their office. That's probably some of the biggest places that I see monetary changes is when I empower the office and in the home office. And at the same time, they may be saying they want it, but then they won't put the changes into place. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. And then when they do, it starts flowing in. Tell uh, some stories about some office changes that you've seen. Oh my gosh. Um, there are so many on those. Um, one in particular had her back to the door and it was cluttered. I mean, it was full of clutter and she was a creative. And there's certain, there's certain people that are just masterful at implementing. And when they do, they're shocked. And sometimes when they'll, they'll, they'll declutter and they'll clean it out and then something will happen. They'll be like, totally forget that, that they did all this work around that. And they're like, oh yeah, I never put those two things together. But sometimes just shifting the, um, the office and the desk, especially like putting you in, in feng shui, what we call the command position, which um, really has you with a solid wall behind your back facing your opportunities. And there's specific ways of doing that to the person in the room and all of those things. But um, it's really important to not have your back to opportunities. And clutter is huge. I mean, it is, it is things that are unloved, unused, unwanted, not, no longer needed. They, that's, it really blocks um, more than what it just looks like. I mean, it blocks opportunities. People use clutter as insulation emotionally um, and mentally, and I believe even spiritually, it serves a purpose. And so really getting up underneath that is the perfect way to begin a feng shui of an office or a, you know, a master bedroom or, you know, prosperity corner of your house. Yeah. So I just never like clutter because of design things. But when I learned about your take on clutter, I definitely went through a, a clutter whirlwind of making sure I didn't have any. And then uh, you encouraged me to go through the Mary Kondo book, which I also enjoyed about the sparking joy, which is really trending right now. Um, I've seen a lot of people talk about, I just got that book on Facebook and then they'll never actually do the work. <laughs> oh, I know. And I've seen so, so many people um, not like it. 
which is really funny. I mean, they'll they'll be snarky about it and they they can't stand it. And you know, um Lisa Woodruff with Organized 365 uh, locally here has done a really good job. There's a podcast about where she goes into how um how her her work doesn't work here for the paper part of it. Like it works for clothes and things like that, but she's a professional organizer. And I, I really enjoyed her take on it. Like it was like, huh, it was cause they don't have a lot of clutter. They don't have the square feet we have. There was a lot of, there was a lot of interesting things. I, I love Marie Kondo's. I love the way she approaches space. I like the way that she does most of it, but I have to agree on the paper. I was kind of at a loss with the way she does it. Because it's like you have two folders and that's it. Nobody in the U. I mean, very few people. I, I will say, with that being said, there are plenty of people that are moving almost a paper free, and then that would work. Sure, I think um, to me, when I when I went through Mary Kondo's approach, I'm pretty extreme about getting rid of things, and I even thought that that was sort of extreme about you know discarding most of your paper. But then I did it, and. Uh, I didn't look back. So I can understand people resisting that um, for a number of reasons. And I think Lisa does have a really nice way of organizing mm -hmm. uh, that maybe that's suitable for some people who aren't quite, quite ready yet. <laughs> right. And I, I see what you're saying. And I'm somewhere in between. You know, I, the reason I feel like I'm good at what I do is I'm not naturally a, a clutter free person. I, I'm a pile maker and they might be neat, tidy little piles. But, you know, 20 years ago or more like longer than that, even when I had small kids, I had too much stuff. And I had one friend that was a naturally lean, really lean and, you know, on things and stuff. And, you know, she would say things and I would be like, yeah, 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 whatever. But I finally got the impact of it. And so I've been a work in progress, too. And I, and I know what it's like to not be perfect at it. And that it is, you know, it's an ongoing thing. I think certain people think in, in certain ways and some, some take to it easier than others. Yes. And um, I think it's just very telling when someone is uh, resistant to the clutter-free suggestion. It's usually, what do you think when people are like that? When they're resisting to getting rid of the clutter? Yeah. Um, they, it's so individual, but I mean, obviously there's something going on that they're not willing to look at or haven't looked at or are avoiding. And clutter a lot of times gathers in basements and you've said some interesting things about basements. Yeah. Well, I was taught that the bat, the basements, the past, the first floor is present and the top floor is future. It's and interesting so, if you live on one floor, you know, applying that. But when it is like that, I mean, that is the way that I was taught. And what I have found, which I think is interesting, as long as we're going to be on clutter, which is such a, it's such a minute part because I'm not a clutter clearer, people. I just want to make sure that we, that's not my, that's not my jam. But I know what the impact of the clutter is and I know pretty much about it, but I'm not the one to remove it. But what I've seen through all these years is if you do have more than one floor and you do have an area that catches clutter, it's usually on more than one floor in that area. And sometimes people will be like, no, no, no. And then they'll come back later and go, oh yeah, you were right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that is really interesting. And um, it's making me think like, you know, the, your space and connection with your life and business. And, and you made a point to, to note how your life and your business are connected. Um, and you were really the first person that showed that to me like that. But can you talk a little bit about how important that is? Mm, yes, I'd be glad to. Um, what I know is that you're greatly impacted by your personal life at work. And I think that some people know that you may even go, yeah, right, right. But I coach mostly women. I do coach men, but mostly women who seem to be more greatly impacted by spaces that don't support them, that are, don't have systems in place where a lot of people live in them or more than you know two or three, um, or even just one extra person that isn't online with, with clean and clear and decluttered and having systems in place that support them. That's one. Um, the personal life, if you're leaving from a relationship where you feel like you're no longer equal, um, that can really have an impact. How can you go and be really impactful and confident in your sales when you're coming from a home or personal life where you feel less than or you don't feel heard or acknowledged? And that's part of what we talk about, too, in the coaching and um there's so many ways. I think those are, those are, you know, two of the biggest ones I talked earlier about finding your voice. You know, it's not about finding your voice. Your voice has always been there, but when did you quit using it? You know, it's so important. And if, and um, to think you're going to leave a, a personal life space and go to work and be on fire when you're not on fire at home um, it's, it, it's greatly impacted or you live with somebody who has substance use continually, or you'll have, um, you know, whether it's a kid or a spouse or a family of origin person, you know, when it comes down to it, a lot of it has to do with boundaries and, you know, finding and having and claiming really clear boundaries around what works and what doesn't work for you. It greatly affects the work. Yeah, and I, I've watched a lot of that just in working with you and being in some really cool mastermind groups with you. Um, it it's kind of fascinating how linked they are. Yes, I don't think that it's in a lot of ways. Um, I don't think that um, that it's always connected. And it doesn't mean that you end a marriage. I don't mean that. Sometimes they just need to be re-leveled up, you know, that, and, and kind of take your power back. I love that you um, talk about owning your power. And it's been fun to go to some networking events where people talk about power and see how they talk about it. <laughs> um, because I've learned from you about owning your power and I was really not very confident in my business or in my life six or seven years ago when I started this work. That's why I really, really needed a coach. But on this side of a lot of growth, um, I see power as just a really necessary thing in life and business and being tapped into your power 
what made you zero in on this as something that you have, um, you know, that's your, your tagline on your power and your coaching. What, what brings that to the forefront for you? I think um, it has to do with me owning my own power. Like I gave it away as strong as I am and um, have been at times in my life. There were times where I didn't own it and I gave it away. And, you know, I have a long, I have kind of have a story around that, you know, um, like everybody has a story around how they came to, to what they are doing. You know, I, um, I talk a lot about being adopted in the closed adoption system which kind of puts you, people kind of look at you differently. Um, and, you know, that's kind of a, I, I like to say it was a wound for a while, but now I know it's a gift. I had a near-death experience and a really bad divorce. And in all of those different things, you, you're not necessarily feeling very powerful. And meaning that I, that I gave my power away to other people and I didn't fully own it in, in my life and in my decisions. So I felt like I was really you know, um, operating from default and from reactions instead of really being intentional and owning my gifts and who I am and what I'm here to do. And that shift was very impactful. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm glad that you um, are here to to help others. I know you've helped me quite a bit um, in seeing that, and you have a really real gift for it. And um, is there anything that you know we've talked about so far that you want to embellish on, or make sure that the audience knows that I I haven't been able to point you towards yet? I don't think so. I think we've done a you know a good overview of what you can do on a on a, a podcast and, and, you know, people are, if they have questions, they're more than welcome to reach out to me at Tandy, at Tandy Prior Coaching, or they can go to my website, Tandy Prior, P-R-Y-O-R coaching.com. And they can connect there if they have further questions on anything that I've talked about. Okay, great. Well, I'm just so glad to have you here to share some of your, um, thoughts about the feng shui and your coaching and how you bring those things together. And um, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me on here. And uh, it's really been a pleasure. For me too. Thanks, okay. Michelle. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us on the episode today. I'm so glad you were here to give a listen. If you liked it, this is a new podcast right now, so I would really appreciate it if you would give us a review on whatever platform you're listening on, just to let other people know that this is a place where you can learn how to manifest the life and business of your dreams. Also, if you want to find out more, follow us on Instagram. It's Michelle and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end on Instagram and Michelle Anderson. Dot com is the website.